and welcome to Seeking the Gospel Truth. I'm Giselle Aguiar, and my hope is to show you how to have a personal relationship with our Savior, Jesus Christ, and that salvation is through Christ alone by the free gift of God's grace. Friends, we are living in the last days, and Jesus is coming back soon. You need to be ready. And the only way to do that is to listen to the Word of God and invite Him into your heart. I pray that as you hear this message, it will encourage you to read the Bible for yourself. Seek the truth. Ask God to open your heart, eyes, and mind to understand what His Spirit is trying to tell you. The episode will begin after a short message. Jesus is returning any day now. Are you ready? These two letters to the Thessalonians that the Apostle Paul wrote are packed with information for us today. He covers the main tenets of Christian living that we should follow in our daily lives. Furthermore, he reiterates that we have a blessed hope in the imminent return of Jesus Christ. The good news of the salvation of Jesus Christ means that if a believer dies before Jesus' return, that person will be with Jesus immediately upon their death. When Jesus comes back for his born-again believers, they'll be snatched up instantly and be taken to heaven with Jesus. Once you believe, you are a child of God and a citizen of heaven. I'll read a, co a quote from um, uh, one of the websites I follow, and, and this was just so pertinent, so I wanted to share it here. It's uh, by Dr. Jim Dennison, and there's a link uh, in my blog to his website. Quote, if you have made Christ your savior, you can claim the biblical fact that you have eternal life, present tense, right now. You are already immortal. Jesus promised that whoever lives by believing in me will never die. That's in John eleven twenty six. We simply step from time into eternity from this life to the next, uh, end quote. That is our blessed hope. We should not be afraid of death. Well, let's look at Paul's final prayer and final greetings in 2 Thessalonians uh, chapter 3. And Paul writes, Finally, dear brothers and sisters, we ask you to pray for us. Pray that the Lord's message will spread rapidly and be honored wherever it goes, just as when it came to you. I pray that now, Lord. Pray, too, that we will be rescued from wicked and evil people, for not everyone is a believer. But the Lord is faithful. He will strengthen you and guard you from the evil one. And we are confident in the Lord that you are do um, that you are doing and will continue to do the things we commanded you. May the Lord lead your hearts into a full understanding and expression of the love of God and the patient endurance that comes from Christ. An exhortation to proper living. And now, dear brothers and sisters, we give you this command in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Stay away from all believers who live idle lives and don't follow the tradition they received from us. For you know that you ought to imitate us. We were not idle when we were with you. We never accepted food from anyone without paying for it. We worked hard day and night so we would not be a burden to any of you. We certainly have the right to ask you to feed us but we wanted to give you an example to follow. Even while we were with you, we gave you this command. Those unwilling to work will not get to eat. 
Yet we hear that some of you are living idle lives, refusing to work and meddling in other people's business. Sounds like social media. We command such people and urge them in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ to settle down and work to earn their own living. As for the rest of you, dear brothers and sisters, never get tired of doing good. Take note of those who refuse to obey what we say in this letter. Stay away from them so they will be ashamed. Don't think of them as enemies, but warn them as you would a brother or sister. Paul's final greetings. Now may the Lord of peace himself give you his peace at all times and in every situation. The Lord be with you all. And then in verse 17, um, Paul writes, here is my greeting in my own handwriting. Paul, I do this in all my letters to prove they are from me. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. So that makes me stop and think that Paul had a scribe writing the letters for him, like you know, a secretary. Um, but he wanted to make sure that he signed the letter himself in his own handwriting so they would know that it was authentic and from him. Be alert and sober. As we wait for Jesus' return, we are to stay alert and sober, to be ready, to not live idle, lazy lives. I see laziness every day. Like, why can't a person take a piece of garbage and throw it in the trash can? Or walk the shopping cart to the store, or at least to the designated area. Don't be lazy. God is watching all that you do. We need to continue working for a living, to be productive, yet we must live according to the word of God. A couple of quotes here from uh, one of the uh, Bible studies in the, um, the Bible app. It's from an, an organization called the Third Mill or the Third Millennium, um, and there's links to it in my blog, thirdmill.org, M-I-L-L. Um, uh, and they're, they're interesting, so that's why I wanted to add them in here. In the past, quote, uh, I'm quote, quoting, the Thessalonians had become sons of light and sons of day. They had already received this special status in the eyes of God, and they had become faithful, loving, and hopeful of salvation. Because they had experienced salvation in the past, Paul insisted they had an obligation to continue in salvation in the present. Let us be alert and sober. And beyond this, Paul stated that the reason Christians must remain alert and sober, steadfast in faith, hope, and love, is that our future salvation depends upon it. God has not appointed us to suffer his wrath, but to receive salvation. But he has also appointed our present faithfulness as the means to obtaining our future salvation. Obey the word. God gave us his word for us to follow. He also gave us his prophecies so we could be prepared. It's not enough for us to just read the Bible and not do what it says, or to read it and not ask God to help us understand it. One of the ways God speaks to us is through the Bible. If God says that certain things need to happen before something else happens, then watch for those things. I mean, that's Bible prophecy. Pay attention. Paul reiterated that a number of things had to happen before the second coming of Christ. And this is another quote from third, third millennium. Since these things had not transpired, it was clear that Jesus had not returned. Paul pointed out that Christ's return was further away than the Thessalonians thought in order to open their eyes to the significance of their present lives. 
And for the same reasons, whenever we are so concerned with the nearness of Christ's return that we are tempted to neglect this life, we need to remember how important it is that we engage in the responsibilities and struggles of life in the already but not yet. Peter wrote, and I love quoting these passages, and if you're a regular listener to my podcast or a reader of my blog, you're going to recognize this one. 2 Peter chapter 3, verses 8-10. through 10. But you, Peter writes, But you must not forget this one thing, dear friends. A day is like a thousand years to the Lord, and a thousand years is like a day. The Lord isn't really being slow about his promise, as some people think. No, he is being patient for your sake. He does not want anyone to be destroyed or to perish, but wants everyone to repent. But the day of the Lord will come as unexpectedly as a thief. And Paul said this over and over again also. Then the heavens will pass away with a terrible noise, and the very elements themselves will disappear in fire. And the earth and everything on it will be found to deserve judgment. Waiting patiently. The Holy Spirit is who can give us patient endurance as we wait in this crazy world for Jesus to come and get us. Moreover, the only way to feel the hope, peace, and joy is to invite Jesus into your heart. And you can pray the prayer that's in the show notes, or you can click over to my blog, and there's a page there uh, with instructions on how to invite Jesus into your heart. You've got nothing to lose. Jesus is returning any day now. Are you ready? And he's coming, whether you're ready or not. Solideo Gloria. To God alone be the glory. Thank you for listening to this episode. I pray that the Holy Spirit, the author of Scripture, touched your heart to reveal the gospel truth that our hope of salvation is through Jesus Christ alone. If you have any comments or questions, feel free to reach out to me via my website or social media. I encourage you to read the Bible daily and seek the truth for yourself. I recommend that you download two free Bible study apps, the YouVersion Bible app and Through the Word. Friends, we are living in strange, crazy times, the last days, the end times. But know that things aren't falling apart, they are falling into place. Jesus said in Revelation 3, 20-22, Look, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in and we will share a meal together as friends. Those who are victorious will sit with me on my throne just as I was victorious and sat with my father on his throne. Anyone with ears to hear must listen to the spirit and understand what he is saying to the churches. Jesus is knocking. It's up to you to open the door. Peter told us in 2 Peter 3.9, The Lord isn't really being slow about his promise, as some people think. No, he is being patient for your sake. He does not want anyone to be destroyed or perish, but wants everyone to repent. Jesus is coming back soon. Are you ready? Repent of your sins and invite Jesus into your heart right now. If you don't know what to say, there's a prayer in the show notes and on my blog. Jesus said in Matthew 24, 14, and the good news about the kingdom will be preached throughout the whole world 
so that all nations will hear it and then the end will come. Soli Deo Gloria, to God alone be the glory.